there is a tale that the island people tell. Don't care if it's true, cause I love it so well. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Jolly Man, by Jimmy Buffett and Savannah Jane Buffett. Illustrated by Lambert Davis. Published by Clarion Books. For those who don't know Jimmy Buffett, what have you been living under Artur du Rocher? James Buffet, as the French would say, is an American singer, songwriter, and businessman. The music he created was known as tropical rock to some, and to others, it was just known as heaven on earth. His big eight songs that people know best are Margaritaville, which just so happens to be on the Recording Industry Association of America's list of songs of the century. Come Monday, Fins, Volcano, A Pirate Looks at Forty, Cheeseburger in Paradise, Why Don't We Get Drunk, Changes in Latitudes, and that's eight, but let's throw in a few more. He also wrote Son of a Son of a Sailor, One Particular Harbor, and It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. He formed the Coral Reefer Band in 1975 and released over 30 albums throughout his career, eight of which are certified gold and nine are certified platinum or multi-platinum. He was also able to turn his music into several business ventures, such as restaurants called Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, hotels, and alcohol, such as Land Sharks. Great beer. Jimmy Buffett was considered one of the richest musicians in the world, with a net worth over $1 billion, and he recently died on September 1st from a rare skin cancer. So in honor of him, we're not pouring out a margarita, we're drinking too because that's what he would have wanted. Well, I didn't know the man. I'm just assuming. His tale, The Jolly Man, is a long one. Woo! Gonna need a whole week on the beach to set aside for this read. That's why it took me two weeks to get this one out. His tome takes us to a tropical isle called Banana Land, where the fish would jump into the fishermen's frying pans when they would sing to them. One particular fisherman happened to have the best voice of them all, and he was called the Jolly Man. And with this special skill, he was tasked with bringing joy to the islands all around. Whoa, 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 will the Jolly Man sing? Or will he be lost because of the changes in latitudes? Well, parrotheads, put your grass skirts on and get your fins up. Jimmy's going to take us to paradise one last time. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cookin'. We open on Banana Land, named after all the bananas that grew in the forest. It's a peaceful place, except for the occasional pirate. Kind of like Somalia, or Chicago. Well, sort of. The people here grew big and strong, because there was no shortage of food. Between the bananas and the fish that would come jumping into their frying pans out of Snapper Bay when they sang to them. No one accused these islanders of being ambiguous. So that's what you have to do to get Snapper. You sing to them. Huh. These islanders had it all. Music, excitement, and bananas. 
All they needed now is a cheeseburger in paradise. I like mine with lettuce and tomato, hides 57 and french fried potatoes, a big kosher pickle and a cold draft beer. Good God almighty, which way do I steer? Yeah, it's going to be like that today. As it turns out, the fisherman with the best singing voice was called the Jolly Man. Hence the title of the book. Considering how literal the names have been, he sounds like he's got a good disposition. But then again, who wouldn't on this island? It sounds almost as great as Margaritaville. On one morning, the Jolly Man... No, he didn't blow out his flip-flop or step on a shock top. He found a guitar floating in the bay. It was like it was handed down from the gods. It had conch shells and coral on it, and on the back, a dolphin was painted swimming through the constellation Orion. It looked kind of like a 45-year-old mom's tramp stamp that she got on spring break back in the day. Boy, that didn't age well. It also had writing on it discussing the star constellation, and it called for the Jolly Mon to set off and sing to far-off lands. And the Jolly Mon was like, wouldn't it be easier if we set up residency in Banana Land and let the islanders come visit me? There was one hitch in this plan, though. The Jolly Man had never played the guitar. Must have been a spoons guy. Washboard? Steel drum? Who knows? But what we do know is, the Jolly Man instantly knew how to play this guitar. He must have played a lot of Guitar Hero back in college. King Jones comes to watch the Jolly Man because live entertainment is at a premium on this island. While he's there, the Jolly Man explains the situation. So King Jones is like, let's build this guy a boat and have him do a tour to all the islands. And so, that's exactly what they do. It's not quite as big as a tour bus, but hey, he's just getting started. And they have a holiday for the Jolly Man and commission the boat by having Princess Marigold, who just so happens to look like Jimmy Buffett with a wig on, break a bottle of coconut milk over the bow. The Jolly Man heads out to sea to start his Happy Man tour, and we can see him standing in the boat, looking through a spyglass in sweatpants and a Hawaiian shirt. He's like a pirate who looks at 40, or a drug dealer who forgot to quit the profession a while ago. But his tour goes off without a hitch. Every island loves him, and even gives him gifts in return for the shows. Yeah, he's killing it. Like old Jimmy, live in Anguilla. The Jolly Man then makes an unscheduled stop at one particular harbor. Sing it with me. Yalla, te natula, te ahoha, te une. No? Okay. It's called Coconut Island. Because, you guessed it, all the coconuts on the island. Do these people take things too literally, or what? Fluent in sarcasm? They're not. Well, this turns into his favorite place to play. The crowds really gave it to him. And I mean they fed him with coconut cakes. The Jolly Man loved this spot so much that he stayed long enough to run out of songs and had to bullshit new songs on the spot. Coconuts, 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 
You have me begging like a dog, like a mutt. We've heard this one already. Oh, you can call me crazy. You can call me a nut. I go wacky for a coconut. We heard this one too. Coconut, you taste so good. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Then you stop me in my tracks where I stood. I'm talking when I poo, hoo, hoo. This is a new one. Yeah, it's catchy. During his residency on Coconut Island, the Jolly Mon gets word that his king, King Jones, has died. Jolly Mon, no more. He becomes Sad Mon. Oh, how did he die? Probably too stopped up from all those bananas. After hearing this, the Jolly Mon gets back on his tour ship and heads home to Banana Land. Bananas again? I'm sick of them. But then again, I'm getting pretty sick of coconuts too. Give me something with... Salt! 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 I didn't realize it, but this guy traversed the entire Caribbean Sea in a little skiff. He must be a son of a son of a sailor. I don't know how he didn't get seasick. But on one of his nights out at sea, the Jolly Man saw a strange light and went streaming towards it. No, it's not a volcano. It was a ship up in flames. It must have been one of those pontoon boats with 22 many people on it. Their Labor Day just got fucked. So the Jolly Man steers his ship close to help the distressed boat. But when he gets there, he gets a surprise. No, it's not Greta Thunberg on her way to another climate summit. This ship is filled with pirates. I knew Pittsburgh's season was bad, but I didn't know it was this bad. Oh, the ship wasn't actually on fire. And these sly scallywags take the Jolly Mon captive. Who's the leader of this crew, you ask? Well, the gang was headed by Captain One-Eyed Rosie. I don't know what happened to that eye, and I don't want to know. But I'll tell you, it must be difficult out on the high seas, captaining a boat with no depth perception. But I guess it would make looking through the spyglass a little easier. It turns out, One-Eyed Rosie was a mean old hag. And there's no mistaking this ass for the hole in the ground. Quote, PayPal! She sneered. We're not meant to be as happy as you make them. End quote. She must be a joy to be around. I wonder what young buccaneer broke her heart. Uh-oh. One of the pirates in the crew finds the Jolly Mon's magical guitar. Not the guitar. He can't replace that. He was only working on tips. Well, when this pirate tries to take the diamonds and gems out of it, they don't come out. And when he goes to smash it, it doesn't break. But man, is that a real rocker. Who's this pirate? Brett Michaels? After a back and forth, the Jolly Mon is forced to play his guitar. And as it turns out, he puts on too good of a show. Know your audience. So they tie an anchor around his ankles 
and toss him into the water. And as he's dropping to the bottom of the sea, he's singing the desperation samba. Oh no way! There's fins to the left, fins to the right. No, it's not a shark. Look who shows up. The same dolphin that was painted on the back of his magical guitar. And it swoops in to save his life. It even took the anchor off his ankles. This is a truly magical dolphin. When they make it back to the surface, they see the pirates towing away his tour boat. And what do you know? The dolphin knows how to speak English and introduces himself as All Beyond. And the not-so-jollymon's like, I don't want to land in New York City. Don't want to land in Mexico. And All Beyond's like, Right, I'm bringing it back to Banana Island. And guess what? They finally do make it back. But all the riding in the water took a toll on the Jolly Mon's body, and he became quite ill. But after a few days, he looks right as rain. And we can see the princess, with the uncanny resemblance to Jimmy Buffett, ushering him around the island. Why don't these two just get drunk and screw? And this is where we learn all Beyond's ratted out all the pirates. And some people claim that it's a woman to blame. No, it really is. And her name is Captain One-Eyed Rosie. Well, the Banana Land people got on their banana boats and rounded up the pirates and locked them all up. Sounds like those guys needed some better disguises. Maybe a pencil-thin mustache? Anyway... The princess takes the Jollymon back to Snapper Bay, where it all started, to see his boat is safe and sound, and his guitar was found. When he picks up his guitar, he's like, Wait a minute. There is no dolphin on the back. Quote, I'm right here. A familiar voice replied, and there was Albion splashing out of the water. End quote. Whoa, didn't see you there. And Albion's like, I'll be here whenever you need me. What a relief. On his way out, Albion drops this bombshell onto the Jolly Man. His tour of bringing joy to the islands is over. And the people of Banana Land have chosen him to be king. I think they need a recount. Because judging by his attire, he didn't want the job. Well, come Monday. The Jolly Man picks up the guitar and is like, it's five o'clock somewhere. And we learn that the Jolly Mon lived a long, happy life. Could have guessed that one by his name. But he would rock out and go on tour to the other islands from time to time. The island people say that when he was old, just before his death, the Jolly Mon played for one last time. And Albion came back on the one night only tour. And now the two of them can be seen up in the sky when you wish upon a star. I must have been wishing on the wrong star. I'll try Tom Cruise next time. What's the moral to Jimmy Buffett's little tale here? I believe while it sounds complex, it was simple. Music brings us joy, and you should spread that joy when you can. And no one did that better than James. What do I think of Jimmy's work? Well, it began to ramble. But it was quite an elaborate story. With action... And love throughout. And it certainly kept me on the edge of my seat. Now, as for Lambert's pictures, they were like artwork. With the text on a blank white page, 
Next to the paintings, they were depicting... If you're a true Jimmy Buffett fan, like myself, this one's a classic. But if you're not, you'll be looking at this one like you look at his music. It's so stupid. I don't get it. That's because you're stupid. Grab a margarita. I'll help you figure it out. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 4. I'm having the full bird. And I'm putting my parrot hat on and partying down. Thanks, Jimmy. I'm sure you're up there jamming with the Jolly Mon right now. This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.